Hello, brother. I'm Grace. Hello, brother. I'm Stephanie. And this is Doppelgangers. Today, we're talking about season two, episode 18 of The Vampire Diaries, which is called The Last Dance. Last dance for somebody. Actually, not really. Yeah, no one really died. Do you think this is the last decade dance? We'll see. No, no. The fact that we've had two and we're going sequentially. I mean, it seems pretty likely we'll see some more. You think we're going to see one in season three? And if so, what decade do you think we'll be doing in season three? This feels like a layup of a question, but I want to hear it anyway. See, I feel like they, I mean, 70s is obviously next, but I feel like they might push to 80s. And I'll tell you right now, not excited for those outfits. There were some cute (laughs) outfits in this one, though. Yeah, this one served. But we'll get to those. First, let's read the synopsis from Vampire Diaries Wiki. As the high school prepares to throw a 1960s decade dance, Elena starts receiving disturbing messages from Klaus via an unusual source. Bonnie tries to reassure Jeremy that she is strong enough to help Elena, but a worried Jeremy asks Stefan for advice. Caroline talks Matt into taking her to the dance. Expecting Klaus to show up at the dance, Damon and Alaric attend as chaperones, but Klaus is playing a complicated game that keeps them on edge. Finally, Damon comes up with a new plan of action that shocks and upsets everyone. That it does, but... You know, it upsets everyone, but did it fucking work? Yeah. So shut up. Sure. (laughs) Now, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping first, because for this entire episode, Klaus is in Alaric's body. So I want to come up with a name that we can call him that conveys that he's both Alaric and Klaus. Do we just want to call him Alaric Klaus? Well, I have a couple options. (laughs) Okay. So I have three options and I have one that I'm partial to. Okay. So we have Alaric Klaus, Klaus Rick, or... Rick Klaus. I am partial to Rick Klaus. Uh, we'll go with Rick Klaus then. Great. So we'll be calling <laughs> Alaric slash Klaus Rick Klaus. Rick Klaus. Just I wanted to do that now so that we don't later get into like Alaric who's Klaus. So we open at Alaric's apartment. Rick Klaus is looking through the closet and compares Rick's wardrobe to Safari Sam. Which is is fair, but is also very hot and sexy to me. So I'm yeah. okay with it. I mean, it works for Rick. I have no problem with it. Given what we know of Klaus, I understand why that is not his fashion. Yeah, I'm sure Klaus does not wear khaki. I I would bet big money on that. I think you'd win a lot of money (laughs) on that bet. You won't be taking that bet. (laughs) Yeah, I won't be taking that bet. So he holds up two options for shirts. One is plaid, one is dark. And he says, bad or badder. And Catherine says, dark colors suit you better. She's tied to a chair, so she has no uh, option but to comment. Yeah, she's like, I mean, I guess that one. I I don't want to be here. (laughs) So Rick Klaus recaps the information that he knows, which is that the dagger and the white oak ash are in the Salvatore's possession, to which Catherine confirms they were used to kill Elijah, who Rick Klaus can find in the basement of the Salvatore house. Now, Rick Klaus wants the dagger to stay exactly where it is. He does not want to resurrect Elijah because he is a buzzkill. You think that's the only reason he doesn't want to resurrect Elijah? Well, that I mean, look, we've seen we see a little bit of Klaus's personality as for Klaus this episode. Self-conscious comes to mind. He's probably not completely oblivious to the fact that Elijah may want to kill him. Do you think Klaus feels like everyone hates him? Probably. I think he thinks that he's like a, it's like a Machiavelli hate. Like, oh, it's rather to be feared than loved. But then occasionally he's like, wait, what's the difference between feared and hated? Because he's like, I don't really know which side of that I'm on. And then he kind of shuts it down. Also, you know, why resurrect Elijah? Because then the dagger's in play again. Yeah, that's one surefire way to kill him. That's just out of the way by sticking in Elijah. That's true. 
And then Catherine reminds him that he's on the outs with his girlfriend, Jenna. Luckily, she's out of town, so that's not going to come up this episode. <laughs> so Rick Klaus connects that he's on the outs with Jenna because Alaric told a bunch of lies about Isabel. And then so Rick Klaus says, OK, so what else? And Catherine says, that's it. And so Rick Klaus like touches her face, calls her jumpy because she flinches when he touches her. Yeah, she's deaf scared. <laughs> and so she says, you know what? Um, could you just kill me? I've told you everything I know, and I really don't like being here. Yeah, she's like, look, you caught me. I don't love it, but it's my time to go. It's my time to go. Just kill me. And he's like, mm-hmm, no. <laughs> and Rick Klaus says, like, I believe that you believe that you told me everything you know. But what would they keep from you? Like, what would they not have told you? And so he compels her. And she says they were looking for a way for Bonnie to kill an original without the dagger. Rick Klaus knows Bonnie as Elena's BFF, who he thought didn't have her powers. Catherine says she didn't, or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I've been out of the loop because I don't know if you remember, I'm kidnapped. Which, to be fair, she was out of the loop on that before she got kidnapped. But we don't really need to get into semantics with him right but, now. <laughs> but if she was in the Salvador house, she probably could have figured that out pretty quick, even if they tried to keep it from her. Because let's face it, they're not always like aware of what Catherine knows. Yeah, they're not that aware of her. And she is a sneaky bitch who loves to eavesdrop. So, yeah. So Rick Klaus says they need to get to the bottom of if Bonnie has her powers or not. Turns out that's going to be extraordinarily easy for him being in a Lex body. Yeah. And Catherine literally just says, hey, please kill me. She's like, I, I, can I ask one more time um, if you could kill me now that you now that you know all the stuff I know and didn't think I knew we're good. And Rick Klaus says killing you would be a kindness. First of all, you know, I've searched for you for 500 years. And so your death is going to last at least half that long. Uh, 250 years? You're going to carry around for that long? Uh, He's got, I mean, he's got a crack team of assistants. You know, when you're a thousand years old, what's 250 years? True. And he also like, I'm sure he has a dungeon he can keep people in. And also this is just kind of a threat to be like, no, I'm not taking you out of your misery. I mean, it doesn't need to be actually that long. It's just to be like, no, you're going to get tortured for a nice long time before you die, you fucking bitch. Yeah, he's going to torture her until he gets bored of torturing her. Yeah. Which, I mean, even when he says it, Catherine, you can see Catherine's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, she's like, I don't really know what I expected. Like, I just had to ask, you know. So Rick Klaus gives Catherine a knife and he compels her and he says, okay, stab yourself in the leg with this and then take it out and put it and do that over and over and over while I'm gone. And if you get bored, you can switch legs. I'm going to go look at my doppelganger. You know, fair. I do think Catherine kind of earned this. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, it's getting stabbed. I mean, I'm sure it hurts, but there are worse you things. You heal every time. She's just stabbing her leg. She's okay. <laughs> so Rick Klaus kisses Catherine's forehead and says the fun is just beginning. And then he leaves and she continues to stab her leg. So fun day for Catherine. <laughs> yeah. So we go over to the Salvatore house where a notary is there or something. Lawyer, who cares? Elena is signing the deed and filling Bonnie in on why she's signing the deed. Like, you know, this is going to be my safe house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like I'm the only one who can invite people in because I own it, quote unquote. So it just keeps vampires out, whatever. And the notary's like, that's not really how houses work, you fucking 17 year old. Yeah, the notary's <laughs> like, you're 17, right? Who gave you? Why did these guys give you a house? Not my business. Just curious. He's like, I get paid either way. (laughs) As long as the check clears, it's not really my business. (laughs) So meanwhile, outside on the porch where Damon and Stefan have to remain because they haven't been invited in, Damon asks Stefan if he thinks that Bonnie can take on Klaus. And Stefan says, 
well, she can channel what we think she needs. And Elijah thought that would work and he's an original. So I guess. So it must. Yeah. Again, a lot of trust into what essentially was a guess from Elijah. Yeah. I like, I know we're all trusting it, but like, it is still a guess. <laughs> yeah. We still don't actually know if it'll work, but I mean, what else do they have? Right and again, now? <laughs> no shade to Bonnie. Cause I love her to death. She's been doing magic for maybe a year. And she gets the tomb spell like less than half the time. So that seems like an easier spell than killing an original is all I'm saying. Yeah. They're like, well, now we just have to find Klaus. Guys, you're not ready to find Klaus yet, but they're running ahead anyway. First of all, you're not ready. Second of all, how do you plan to do that? They're like, okay, time to find him. Uh, Okay. How? Damon suggests like, oh, well, couldn't Bonnie do a locator spell? And Stefan says, no, not without something that belongs to Klaus. Uh, I already asked that. So that is a lead that they can't follow anyway. So then they change the subject. And Damon asks Stefan if he thinks that Klaus killed Catherine. And Stefan says, probably. And Damon looks a little sad, but he's like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, he said, yeah, she kind of had it coming. They both definitely like feel weird about it, but they do not unpack it right now. Oh, yeah, because they both obviously don't want Catherine dead because because or else they would have killed her by now they've had options but they don't want her dead but they also don't really want her alive but they're like oh still sad so then the lawyer the notary whatever he leaves his job is done and the boys come to the door and Elena's like oh my god I almost forgot Stefan please come into my house and um, doesn't speak to Damon right away and he says okay are, are we 12 he's like haha very funny Invite me into my home, please. And she says, if I invite you in, do you promise to obey the owner of this house? And he says, no. Like, at least he's telling the truth. At least he's not lying to you. And then she reiterates, you know, we're doing this my way. I call the shots. No lies, no secret agendas. Remember? And he says, yeah, sure. Girl, the question you asked him is, does he remember? Not does he agree? So by a loophole, he never promised anything here. And also, even if he did, you can't undo inviting him in. Yeah, what's she going to do? Uninvite him? He can still come in. How many times do you want to transfer this deed? Like, <laughs> you're going to transfer the deed to someone else? Yeah, is it Jamie's house in two weeks when you get mad at Damon? Get over it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the he's back and he's like, didn't you just get this house? Why yeah. are you giving it to your brother? He's even younger than you. <laughs> like, whatever, as long as the check clears. <laughs> she does invite him in. Elena then grabs her jacket from Bonnie and gets ready to go to school. And Stefan's like, where are you going? And she says, school. And Stefan's like, why did we just transfer a house to you if you're just going to fucking leave? Yeah. Damon says, we didn't create a safe house for you to leave it. And Stefan's like, yeah, Klaus is out there. We know that. And Elena's like, yeah, but we don't know where. Look, I appreciate what you guys did. I can sleep at night knowing I'm safe here, but I'm not going to be a prisoner. Yeah, she's like, okay, yeah, he's out there, but like, he's going to come find me at some point anyway. Like, I need to graduate high school at some point. It's like, I have to go to class. And the boys are kind of pissed, but Damon decides this isn't the hill he's going to die on this early since he just got invited in after promising to do things her way. So he says, fine, your way. And Bonnie's like, hey, look, I could take Klaus if we run into him. And Elena says, look, the way I see it, next to Bonnie is the safest place I can be. Two incorrect assumptions from those two, but whatever. Yeah, safe for you, Elena. (laughs) Yeah, the boys are definitely annoyed by that. They definitely feel weird about it. And so Stefan's like, okay, I guess I'll go to school too, even though I really don't want to. Stefan's like, so now I have to go to class today because of this. Are you kidding me? So you're telling me because of this, now I have to go take my calculus test, which I didn't study for. Yeah. He's like, why am I still at school? Why am I? I have a paper today. (laughs) So then we go to the Forbes house. 
Matt knocks on the door and the sheriff answers and the sheriff's like, mm, Caroline left early for school. And he's like, yeah, I know that. I came here to see you. I don't know how to act around Caroline. And sher- and the sheriff's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, don't let on that, you know what? Yeah, she's like, act normal. Like, what do you mean? Like, what's the question here? <laughs> yeah. And Matt says, like, she wants me to take her to the dance. What do I do? And the sheriff says, take her to the dance. <laughs> and as I was watching at the same time, I was like, take her to the dance. The sheriff could not be more annoyed. Look, I, I know that. Liz Forbes is excited to get this knowledge. Of course she is. She's happy to know. But she's like, is this the best ally I could have gotten? But I guess as she runs down the list, this is kind of the only ally she could have gotten. I mean, she is not thrilled to be working with him because he's clearly an idiot and a little overwhelmed. But she's like, well, at least Caroline talks to him. And like, I know he's not a vampire. Yeah. So and everyone else seems to be okay with it. So I guess I'm here. Although she's already taking it better this time around that she's like, look, Caroline's my daughter. Like, I just want to take a beat and figure out how I feel about this. Instead of last time, she was like, guess I got to kill her. Yeah. Matt is worried that he's not going to be able to cover it because Caroline knows him too well and she'll sense something. And the sheriff says, like, I don't really care. You just have to solve. Because like you said, she's just like, I want to take a beat. She says, look, if what Caroline said is true, she isn't the only vampire. The Salvatores are vampires. The Gilberts are in on it. And who the fuck knows what Tyler Lockwood is? And Matt says, werewolf. Yeah, he's like, werewolf, that one's easy. <laughs> More, she's, again, she's not like, we have to kill all of them. She's like, I can't trust anyone in town and I need to figure out what to do. Because obviously she sees she's outnumbered here. Yeah, and like the council isn't exactly like useful right now because her main ally on the council is Damon. And even though Carol Lockwood is somewhat of an ally, she's like, well, what the fuck does Carol know? First of all, nothing. But like, it wouldn't be crazy to assume she would know something and she'd want to take a beat or she wouldn't want to make Carol go through this with her child who literally just ran away. But also the only people on the council who have actually fought vampires are Damon and Alaric and the sheriff. Yeah. So the sheriff's like, I can't go to the council because everyone else on the council is really just there for the tax write-off. Can you imagine if she went to Alaric this episode? (laughs) She went to Lurk, she's like, Alaric, I have to talk to you. He's like, now's not a good time, sweetie. I'm so sorry. I I don't have the energy for this. I'm really, really busy. (laughs) So she just says, like, Matt needs to play dumb and buy her time. First of all, Matt don't need to play, baby. (laughs) Matt said, who's playing, girl? (laughs) He said, mama, it comes natural. And she said, I I know that, you dumbass. Please get out of my She said, can you just go to the fucking dance and shut the fuck up and not talk to me? Just dress like JFK and shut your mouth. It's got to be so hard. Her closest ally went from Damon to Matt. Can you imagine? Real big drop. <laughs> She's like, I, I can't do anything. Not even like the smurts. At least Damon is capable of staking vampires. You give Matt a stake if he even is able to hit someone with a stake. That boy does not know where her heart is. Well, at least Damon works independently. If she needed Damon to pretend to like take Caroline to a dance, he wouldn't have a bunch of questions. Yeah, he'd be like, okay, I'll take her to the dance. Like he wouldn't have to come and ask her. Yeah, the sheriff's been spoiled, but to be fair, he was a vampire. So I guess there's only so much he can so do. That's, that's what he was good at. It. You got to take the go with the bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, the sheriff's like, I would take Tyler at this point. She's like, are you sure Tyler's a werewolf? At least Tyler's strong. And how does he feel about vampires? And Matt's like, I don't know, he left town. He's like, he didn't tell me he's a werewolf. So then we go over to the school where our gang's in history class, Elena has taken a decade dance poster off the wall and she shows it to Stefan and he like shakes his head like, no, we're not going to that. And then she changes course and she shows it to Bonnie and Bonnie's like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to that. And Elena's like, hmm. 
hear that, Stefan? And Stefan's like, I can still make you go. To be fair, it does look like someone has passed these flyers out because there's a flyer on every desk, which is worse than her grabbing it off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, it can't be that good of a dance if you need that strong of an advertising campaign. <laughs> That's my stance. It looks very fun. Passing out the flyers worked. I guess the flyers did work. So Alaric comes in, or should I say Rick Klaus comes in, and <laughs> he says, all right, what are we learning today? Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, I kind of forgot that I would have to, like, do this today. And it's not like Klaus has been in the modern education system enough to know how to call in a sub. I think he, I mean, I'm shocked he even showed up. I think he wanted to see the doppelganger. And they're like, oh, Rick, your class is about to start. And he was like, oh. He said, and can you remind me of my room number? <laughs> he just kept walking until he saw Lena. <laughs> he said, and can I have a map of the school with teachers' names on it? Yeah. And also, what is my last name? <laughs> and also, what do I teach? Yeah. And then we see the triumphant return of our girl, Dana, who we met recently. She's a side character whose name we learned. And miraculously, in her first appearance, she didn't die. And miraculously, in her second appearance today, we don't see her die. Yeah, we see her again. We hear her name again. And I was like, oh, Dana, I'm so sorry for you, girl. I was like, I was already like mourning her. I said, okay, go join Amy Bradley. <laughs> but no, she she made it through tonight. Good she just, her. yeah. So she keeps being like, I don't know, a tertiary character to get some stuff done. Yeah, tertiary is better than secondary. <laughs> yeah. She's she's not quite secondary. Yeah, secondary is the sheriff. Um, tertiary is Miss Dana. <laughs> so Dana is a kiss ass. She sits in the front row of the classroom and she says, well, we've been covering the 60s all week to prep for the decade dance. What? Which is like, okay. Well, it's the same as how during Founders Day they covered like the founding of the city. It's like, obviously you guys are not concerned with state standards at this school. (laughs) It's clearly just whatever history they feel like teaching. Yeah, they're like, today I'm thinking about the 80s. Yeah. So I'm going to teach that. And then Rick Klaus looks over the classroom and he spots Elena. And he stares at her and he lingers on her a little bit long. And it is reminiscent of the scene in Pretty Little Liars when Ezra Fitz spots Aria Montgomery in his classroom for the first time. It's giving a groomer. Yeah. (laughs) The students do not clock it, of course, because it's a TV show. So Rick Klaus writes on the board the 60s and he says, "Okay, so the 60s sucked, um, except for the Beatles, which I loved, by the way. Of course he did. And so he names a couple things that happened in the 60s. He said, mm, what else was there? They sucked. They sucked. Oh, the missile crisis. We walked on the moon. There was Watergate. And then Elena says, oh, Watergate was the 70s, Rick. And that the students do clock. Because they're like, why'd you call him Rick? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, Mr. Saltzman. Mm-hmm. And Rick Klaus is like, hi. He said, oh, yeah, they all kind of mushed together. Thanks, Elena. And then he turns to the chalkboard and he like smiles sinisterly. First of all, look, I know they're not expecting Klaus to be in a different body. I get that. But it's weird when your history teacher says, oh, yeah, they all mush together. But it's not really weird if it's a lyric because he is notably an alcoholic. That's fair, I guess. I always got the sense he was a good teacher. I don't know where you got that. Just kidding. I do get that sense. But that would require Elena to do a lot of critical thinking about someone other than herself. And that's not really Elena's gig. Yeah, they really have no reason to be suspicious. It just seems like a weird thing for him to say that you'd be like, huh, he's kind of in a weird mood today. But I guess 
that could be any number of things. I mean, he did yeah. just get fucking dumped. So yeah, he just broke up with Jenna. Isabel was here. I mean, they could be like, oh, he's probably super hungover. He probably got really drunk last night. So then we go outside at the school where they're prepping for the dance. They're painting signs, painting a van. Caroline briefly says hi to Dana and gives her a bunch of work to do once she spots Matt. So Dana's still <laughs> in the mix. And Caroline says hi and Matt kisses her. And he says he's practicing for tonight because he found a suit to be JFK, which she says, perfect. I'll tell you what would be perfect. If Matt got shot in the head. <laughs> if only. I literally, I, he said JFK. I was like, is he going to die tonight? Like JFK notably did. No, <laughs> no. I knew he probably wouldn't. But, but a girl and, can dream. And, and if they were going to give foreshadowing that he was going to die, I don't think JFK would have been their top choice. But I wanted to, you know, have a little optimism. Yeah. So then we go check in with Jeremy and Bonnie. Jeremy asks Bonnie if she told Elena what it'll take for her to do the Klaus spell. And Bonnie said, no. And I told her I wasn't going to tell her. And you're not going to tell her either. Like, that's not news. Yeah. Bonnie's like, nothing has changed since the last time we talked about this. And Jeremy says, well, we have to tell her that you can't do it. And Bonnie says, mm, can. And he says, no, it's going to kill you. And she says, mm, I think I'm going to go through with it. She's like, I, I can't be any clearer that I'm good with that. Yeah, she's basically like, we don't know I can't do it. And he's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure we do know that, actually. Yeah, she's like, we don't know that for sure. And Jeremy's like, hundreds of dead witches told you you couldn't. And she said, well, like maybe they're wrong, but it's not likely. I think, no offense, I think they know more. Yeah, he's like, I think they're probably right. And Bonnie says, okay, well, you're not going to tell anyone. And so naturally he's upset. Because he's like, he's like, look, I don't want my sister to die, but I also like really do not want to have another girlfriend die. Like I'm really over that as my thing. Yeah. (laughs) But this conversation gets cut short because Elena comes up and she says, hey, Jeremy, uh, how are you alone at the house with John? And he says, it's not ideal. Yeah, he's like, I don't love it. Nice dig on John in the middle of the episode, even though we don't see him. And then Elena yeah. says, hey, you heard from Jenna? And he says, yeah, she's staying on campus. I'm late for class. He's clearly upset about something he leaves. And so Elena asks Bonnie what's up. And Bonnie's like, oh, he got up tight because I told him he had to dress up. <laughs> Which, enough of a cover that Elena buys it. Vague enough. He's pissy sometimes. It's, it's not a crazy lie. And then Dana approaches. She says, oh, my God, Elena, there you are. I've been looking for you. Okay, so this is going to sound so, so weird. But this Hawkeye asked me if you're going to the dance tonight. And Bonnie says, yeah, tell him that she has a boyfriend. And Dana says, oh, come on, just meet him. It'll be fun. He'll be at the dance. And his name is Klaus. And they're like, what? They said, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> she said, Klaus, I know the name's weird, but he's really hot. <laughs> Girl, me too. Which, can you imagine... Klaus was like compelling her. He's like, okay, go tell Elena that a hot guy asked her to the dance. And she's like, that name Klaus is weird. And he's like, I I know, I know. Just tell her that I'm hot though. Yeah. He's like, that's not the point of it. Just say that I'm hot and I'm asking her to this dance. And Bonnie says, okay, Dana, um, is Klaus here? And Dana, you can see like, doesn't have an answer to that. So she says, I don't know. But she like, feels like she should. She's like, I wasn't told. She's like, "Hmm, that was not made clear to me. And so Bonnie clocks that she's been compelled, obviously. Yeah. And Dana says, but he asked if you'll save him the last dance. How cute is that? This is a little like cutesy, fun villain move from Klaus. Yeah. It's elementary, but effective. This is a great way to be like, he's here. You can't get away from him. 
and to do it in as much of an innocuous way as possible. Yeah. Classic move. So then we go over to the Salvatore house where they're all, you know, debriefing. And Damon says, well, let's just go to the dance and find him. And Stefan says, hey, might I remind you that we have no idea what he looks like? And Damon says, well, he won't be 16 and pimply. Yeah, Damon's like, I mean, at least it's a set group that we've seen many of before. So we can at least cancel some out. And working under the assumption that he's in his own body. I get why this is not a bad idea. Oh, yeah, that's not a crazy thought. That's very reasonable because, you know, they've had vampires come after them at dances before. And there's no way they would know that he could get out of his body whatever, what have you. And Stefan says, you know, he can be anywhere at any time. He compelled someone at school. So like, <clears throat> I guess school isn't that safe. I guess school isn't as safe as you thought. I guess we shouldn't go to school tomorrow when I have a chemistry test. <laughs> so I was like, look, I told you it wasn't safe. And also like, I don't want to go um, because I'm really like not prepared for this test <laughs> tomorrow. And I, I know I'm not going to study, but I at least <laughs> want to put it off. <laughs> I guess school isn't as safe as you thought. So I guess we shouldn't go to school tomorrow, which is actually, it, it actually works for me because I haven't read the Scarlet Letter. So we shouldn't go to school tomorrow because it's not safe. And, uh, you know, I, I guess if I, if I have to miss biology tomorrow, like, oh, I mean, we do have a test, but, but, you know, if I have to do it for you, Elena, I will, because I love it. Okay. <laughs> because it's not safe. <laughs> it's not safe for me to go. But it is a fun little I told you so moment. Like, okay, Stefan, maybe keep it to yeah. yourself. Okay, Stefan, wipe that smile off your face. Yeah. Shut the fuck He's up. like, I guess I was right. Like, and she's, she's like, I didn't fucking die at school yet. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. All that got happened, really, if we look at it, was I got asked on a date. Me thinks someone's a little jealous, Stefan. And Stefan's like, it wasn't a real date. He was trying to mess with you. Just, you don't know that. She said, maybe he's falling in love with me. He fell in love with Catherine before. We look the same and I'm nicer. We don't know he fell in love with Catherine before. I guess like, well, I mean, she wasn't she like dating him? Well, we don't know that. She said that she got to know a nobleman named Klaus. We don't know anything about that relationship. Maybe we'll learn about it eventually. But let's not make any assumptions. I, I don't. I think she was dating him and he was holding on to his doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I'm going to say that. Like, I don't think he was really dating her. She was dating him and he was uh, preserving her. Yeah. And he, and he was uh, locking that down. Yeah. And then who knocks on the door, but Rick Klaus, um, who comes right in since this body has been invited in. And he says, sorry, I'm late. And Damon says, oh, hey, make me a chaperone at the dance. Klaus made his first move. And Rick Klaus is standing there like, all right, they're talking about me. The girlies won't shut Rick- up. <laughs> and Rick Klaus is like, I have no idea how to put you down as a chaperone for the dance. I, I Damon's like, oh, just fill out that Google form for me. And he says, now, what is that? <laughs> and just quick question. Could you like, you know, give me that Google form? And Damon's like, just click on the link. There's a link in the email. You go, you're going to have to go back. <laughs> Explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> Explain it to me like I was born a thousand years ago. And Damon says, oh, I think there's just a sign up sheet in the teacher's lounge. And Rick Klaus says, where would that be? Yeah, I, I have no idea where that is. The secretary only circled my classroom. I, I don't know anything else. After a lo- I, I got a lot of lip from her for that. <laughs> so I can't go back in there. <laughs> so Elena says, what is her plan of attack? Rick Klaus got here right in the nick of time. He's like, okay, yeah, what is your plan of attack? Let's hear it, guys. He's like, Let's talk about it. <laughs> I would love to hear the input from the group. And Bonnie says, me. 
I have my powers. He has no idea how much power I can channel. I can kill him. And Rick Klaus goes, hmm? He says, oh, what? <laughs> and Rick Klaus says, well, it's not going to be that easy. He's the biggest, baddest vampire around. <laughs> It's so funny. He's like, well, I don't know. I mean, me personally, I've heard that Klaus is very strong and tough. And I, so I just think it's going to be like really hard. Like I, I, I just have heard some like very impressive yeah. things about him. Um, like I'm not saying you can't, but I heard he has like really huge biceps too, which is like, I know that's not anything to do with how you would kill him, but I just think that's something worth mentioning. Yeah, I heard he's like really strong and he doesn't even have to work out that much. Like it comes really naturally to him. And I've heard that, you know, I'm not saying anything like for sure, but, you know, be careful. He might be really hot and that might disarm you a little bit. Like, are you sure you want to kill someone that hot and sexy? Yeah, I've heard that, you know, he's also like really charming. So like if you talk to him, you know, he might like really charm you and like you might be kind of surprised how much you like him, even though like you feel like you hate him right now. Like you might want to kiss him. Like I've just I've heard that for people. That's just what's coming through the grapevine to me personally. And and Damon says, I mean, Rick has a point. What if he and then he like tries to surprise her by attacking her. But then Bonnie knocks him uh, against the wall to make her point, which she does. And Stefan says, well, I'm impressed. And Rick Klaus is like, go. Rick Rick Klaus says, that does not look good. He says, "Okay, I guess I am going to get a little thrown around today. (laughs) Bonnie says, look, I can take down anyone, even an original. I know I can kill him. Now, again, you don't, you don't, <laughs> even if you did know that it's relying on Elijah's fan theory, but Rick Klaus is notably a little freaked by this. He's like, hmm, this looks like it might be an issue for me. Yeah. He's like, okay, this is possible. And I don't, does she say like where she's channeling power from? I don't know if she said it. I don't think she does. I think she just said she's okay. channeling a lot of power. Yeah. So he, he definitely seems to be like, okay, I'm not like worried worried but i'm a little bit concerned which is a good sign that this is actually possible worth noting so then we go back to alaric's apartment where rick klaus says Catherine, you were right the witch is all juiced up and ready to kill so we gotta kill her and Catherine's excited because she can stop stabbing her leg now yes oh thank god i'm really done with this so klaus starts looking in alaric's dresser for something vintage for a look for the you know dance tonight he's still gonna be dressing He's like, just because I'm in a different body doesn't mean I can't look good. Yeah. Instead, in the dresser, he finds a bunch of weapons hidden, crossbows, wooden bullets. And he says, hey, who's this guy again? And Catherine says, yeah, he's the local vampire hunter. And Rick Klaus says, explains the clothes, which I don't really know if it does, but fine. It kind of does. Can you imagine John Gilbert hearing someone describe Alaric as the local vampire hunter? He would be like, Meh! He'd be so offended. John Gilbert is punching a wall right now. He's shitting, crying, throwing up. <laughs> and so the witch, Maddox, uh, we learn is his name because I guess he's one of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's children. They grow up so fast. Feel old yet. So Maddox says like, oh, this guy has bourbon. This is all I could find. And Rick Klaus says like, I knew I liked something about this guy. Boys love bourbon. Yeah, we get it. You're all hot boys who drink bourbon. Like, it's fine. It's not that fucking interesting. Yeah. Call me when you drink rosé. Um, call me when you b- drink Pink Whitney. So Rick Klaus says, there's a high school dance tonight. And Maddox, I'm going to need you to take out this other witch. And Maddox says, yeah, with her power, she's going to be able to sense me from a mile away. So you're going to have to do it. Okay, what kind of help are you, Maddox? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if that was a lie. And he's like, no, she can kill me. 
I'm not going to go. Yeah. Except, first of all, she can kill me. Second of all, The Bachelor's on tonight. Look, I already got you into this body. I- I'm pooped. He said, I need a night off. Here's the thing. I'm, I really need a night on the town and not at a high school dance, ideally. Yeah. And Rick Klaus says, I can't do that. I'm a haggard history teacher. She can hurt me. Not Klaus me, but, you know, me. Yeah, he's like, but then I lose this body real quick. Yeah. And Maddox says, it's not going to be a problem because channeling that much power would kill any witch, including me. And we can assume if he's working with Klaus, he's a pretty established, powerful witch. And Maddox says, you just need her to use it and it won't take long. If you provoke her and get her to waste her power, your body will last longer than hers. And Rick Klaus says, that doesn't make any sense because I'm human. And Maddox says, I can do a protection spell, like whatever, dude. Yeah, Klaus is like, humans die so easily. How does that work? (laughs) He's used to being like impossible to kill. So then we go over to the Forbes house. Caroline is dressed as Jackie O and she looks cute enough, but I wish she was wearing a cuter outfit than a little pink suit. But I get the idea. She is serving, but she could have served just as much in like a little dress with a a little tiny bow, you know? Yes, but it's fine. You know, Liz sees her, the sheriff, and she says, Jackie Ellen Caroline says, duh. And the sheriff says, you know, you look really good. And the sheriff is like looking really sad. And Caroline says, hey, are you okay?" And Liz says, oh, you know, it's work stress. And Caroline says, you know, you work too much. Yeah, because Caroline's tracking and she's like, why are you looking at me all sad? Like I'm about to die or something. So then Matt knocks at the door looking absolutely, totally, completely terrified to be there. (laughs) And they almost kiss, but Matt kind of flinches and he plays it off like, oh, it's because your mom's there. And he says hi. And the sheriff says, have fun. And then Matt and the sheriff exchange glances. Yeah. And Matt's costume for JFK is just a suit with a vote for JFK, but fine. It communicates what it needs to communicate. It's fine. I, it, I think it would have worked just as well if he just had an American flag pin. But I get what he's doing. Yeah. So then we go over to the Salvador house where Elena is looking through a bunch of vintage clothes that belong to Salvador relatives. And she holds up two dresses and she says, what do you think? Twiggy or sexy hippie? And let me tell you, the Twiggy dress is a better option. It's what she should have worn. Twiggy as a look is a very good option for her. She's got the body for it. She's got the legs for it. She ended up looking very cute, but the Twiggy look would have been more fun. I agree. Stefan does not comment on which look he prefers. Instead, he says, you know, it's not too late to back out. You're really putting a downer on the evening, Stefan. Did you not hear my fucking question? Twiggy or sexy hippie girl? She said, Twiggy or sexy hippie? And he said, you know, you're going to die. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I'm going to go ask Damon. Yeah. (laughs) And so Elena says, you know, all this time I've been worried about Klaus. I kind of convinced myself he isn't real, but he is. And Stefan says, well, tonight we're going to put an end to him. You have no evidence to back up that assertion. Like, you know, sometimes they'll be like, "Okay, we've got a plan. We're good. They don't really have that much of a plan here. They don't have a plan and they don't have any details on the plan because, and I know that, you know, Stefan and Damon aren't witches. So what can they really say about a spell? But they're like, Bonnie's going to do a spell. Okay. What spell? What's the spell for? How are you going to get him separated? How are you going to figure out where he is? How are you going to avoid him kidnapping Elena before you can do all of this? Like there are a lot of logistics here to be thinking about. They thought of none of them. I mean, they've been busy picking outfits. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) Me too, Queens. 
Elena's like, I have to redeem myself after my ugly, ugly 50s outfit. There was nowhere to go but up for Miss Elena in the the 50s outfit. Caroline and Bonnie looked really cute at the 50s dance. They also looked cute at this dance. So they're two for two. Elena at this point is one for two. We're kind of queen. And then Elena says, I love you. And they kiss. And Stefan says, tell me that when the night is over. And then they kiss again. Then Damon enters in a half open black button up and leather pants and says anytime because he's ready to go. He's got his look on, mama. He's like, look at me. I'm dressed. I will say I like this outfit, not super 60s. And I have no reasoning for this other than being a stan here. What really would have added to this outfit is Shawn Mendes' suspenders from the Met Gala this year. No, it wouldn't have. It would have. It would have made it worse. No, it would have made it better. I, you're never going to agree with me because you you don't love Sean Mendes the way I do. I don't. But I just felt like I was thinking about it a lot during this episode. So I just had to say it. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> but I just speak, speak your truth, girl. Yeah. So then we go to the dance. Lots of outfits. Lots of fun. Looks like a great dance. People are moving. They're dancing. And then in comes Rick Klaus in a very like understated, almost James Bondish outfit with like a kind of low turtleneck and a coat. He does a little bit of dancing through the crowd. Yeah, he seems happy to be there. He seems to be ready to party. He's having a good time. He's got a protection spell on him. He's here to cause a little chaos. He goes up to Dana and Dana says, oh, my God, Mr. Saltzman, cool outfit. Totally far out. And he says, thanks, Dana. Hey, who's your date? And her date's like, it's Chad from third period. He's like, I'm in your fucking class. (laughs) Which begs the question, did Rick Klaus teach one class and leave? He just didn't learn the names. Either that or he taught Elena's class like first period. And then he was like, okay, well, that was as fun as it's going to be. Um, let's watch a movie or something. Yeah. I don't know how he would learn what a movie is, but <laughs> maybe well, you can assume that he's been in the world in That's the past true. few years. He probably compelled a student to teach all his classes for the day. Yeah, that would work too. Logistics we're not going to get into. And Rick Klaus says, oh, Chad, Dana, lovely to see you guys. Hey, you guys want extra credit? And so we all know something's about to go down. If I'm going to dance, I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm going to just dance, but thanks. Yeah, I'm like, can I talk about it tomorrow? Sure, I'll talk to you after class tomorrow. Like, <laughs> And he says, no. <laughs> no, at the dance. It's like, oh, no, I'm here to have fun. I'm here with my friends. Cards on the table, Mr. Saltzman. I'm pretty fucking drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> I tried weed because it's the 60s dance. It's my first time. I'm a little overwhelmed by the whole situation. So I'm really not going to be useful. To be completely honest, Mr. Saltzman, you're making me very anxious. Yeah. I think you know I'm high. <laughs> Mr. Saltzman, it's not a funny joke. I know you can smell the weed, but I'm too anxious to laugh at it right now. <laughs> so then we go outside the school where Jeremy and Bonnie are arriving. Outfit reveal. Jeremy looks cute. Bonnie looks incredibly adorable. Yeah, she looks cute. She can pull off a bold print like this. Her hair looks cute. Altogether great. And Jeremy offers his Gilbert ring to her. And she says, if you're talking about going steady, that's the 50s. And he said, no, um, this ring is going to protect you. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, can you stop making jokes? Like, I'm trying to make sure you don't die. And she says, that ring's not going to work on me. It was made by a witch to protect from the supernatural, not to protect someone who is. So this is important. I don't think this has ever come up before, but I think it's a logical jump that we could have made. Yeah. Is that the Gilbert ring only works if you are human. Yeah, I assumed that. I mean, I assumed it definitely wouldn't work on a vampire. I feel like Witches are supernatural, but it's a little more of a gray area. But I still was kind of like, oh, that probably won't work. If you don't know for sure, couldn't hurt to try. But 
that's true. But so that's good confirmation that we'll know going forward. Jeremy says like he can't just let her be killed. And she reiterates that she doesn't think she's going to die. Jeremy calls it 50-50 and then reminds her that he does not have luck in the girlfriend department. For those who don't remember, Jeremy's had two girlfriends over the course of this show so far. Vicky and Anna. They are no longer on this show because they are dead. Yeah, and I think he says that and Bonnie's like, okay, see, that does make me feel bad about this. It's like, okay, I kind of feel bad for shutting you down earlier because you have had girlfriends die a lot. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I don't really want to make you go through that again. But I kind of have to do my job here, so... Yeah, but Bonnie says, you know, I can feel the witches. I feel empowered. Like, I know I can do this. And she sells it pretty well. And it's pretty clear at this point. I mean, Jeremy's not going to convince her not to do this. So it's kind of moot. Yeah, which is why he goes on to snitch. And so then Damon spots them and Stefan and Elena approach. And it's another outfit reveal. Elena has decided on sexy hippie. We knew she would, but she's really stepped up the look with some really cute purple heart peace sign earrings, mm-hmm. a white circle belt, and some lovely white go-go boots. She's really giving us a look today. And the ponytail is correct. The ponytail, it's very cute. And, you know, she's one of those people that can look really cute in a low belt with like big circles. I Her outfit is really, really cute. Both her and Bonnie have a similar silhouette of like the short, long sleeved dress with the big belt with the circles. And they both look very cute. Yeah, both very cute options. They all check in with each other and they're ready to go inside. So then we go back inside just as everyone's arriving. Dana gets on the mic and she says, thank you guys so much for being here. We do have a special shout out tonight. It is to Elena from Klaus. And they're like, we just fucking got here. Let us have one dance. (laughs) A song plays that's like, this is dedicated to the one I love. I'm sure it's a 60s song. I don't know the name of it. I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. Yeah. And Rick Klaus is smiling. He's like, bitch, this is a serve. I am killing it. And they do look a little scared. But eventually Damon says, okay, that's a very cheap shot. He's obviously just baiting us. And Elena says, I know everyone here. Popular. (laughs) And (laughs) Stefan says, you know what? Maybe he isn't here and he just wants everyone to believe he is. And Damon says, you know what? It's a party. Let's just blend in and let him come to us. Again, what plan is happening here? I mean, they don't know what he looks like, so they have to assume he's going to make himself known somehow. Like if he's baiting them, that's not the craziest thought. But it's like, if that's what you think is happening, why are you so sure you're able to kill him tonight? Sounds like he's in control. Yeah. And also, um, you already have let him come to you. Yeah. (laughs) So Jeremy and Bonnie go to dance. Damon goes to check in with Alaric and Stefan and Elena go to dance. Damon goes over to Reclaus and Reclaus says, special dedication. This guy's twisted. Damon says, I'm not that impressed. And Reclaus says, no. Like He's like, that wasn't that wasn't creepy to you. He's like, I really thought I was serving with that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I On one level, I get it because it's like a fun, cute, creepy move. But twisted is not the word I would use. You know what would be twisted? If you got Dana to bring Jeremy's head up on stage. Yeah, that would be twisted. Well, and it's funny because, you know, obviously whether Damon is freaked out by it or not, that's, I mean, he doesn't know Damon that well, but it's very Damon to be like, ah, who cares? Doesn't matter, you know? But he was like, wait, like he was so self-conscious about it. It visibly affects Rick Klaus that this was not the home run he thought it was. And this is my thing about Klaus. We've heard all this scary stuff about him, but I really do believe when he gets here, he's going to be a kind of a paranoid little baby. And this is giving me evidence for that. This was baby behavior. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, well, do you think like if Dana had said her line better, like it would have been creepier? (laughs) 
well, he's like, you know, it was really twisted though. I just think that girl didn't deliver it right uh, is the thing. I think like he probably made it creepier when he said it to her, but she like totally didn't translate that. Like, I think she just kind of butchered it. Like, can you believe that? It's <laughs> <Damon's> like, okay. <laughs> so Damon says, okay, well, let me know if you see anything out of whack. And he walks away from Rick Klaus so he can kind of sit in his shame. Jeremy and Bonnie slow dance. Stefan and Elena dance and they're having fun. And then Elena spots Caroline and Matt. And she's like, oh my God, I have to tell them what's up. Or like, I have to tell Caroline what's up. And Stefan says, oh, I'll go tell her. You just hang out here. And so he leaves her there. And then Damon grabs her to dance. And he's like, how you doing? And she's like, well, I'm freaking out, obviously. She's like, I'm a little bit scared. And Damon says, well, I'm cool as a cucumber. And he jokingly reminisces on the last decade dance. How could we ever forget? And he says, you know, you were like, ah, and the vampires were like, ah. And he reminds her that they won. And then they dance. He does a couple little moves. She is into it and she barely hides her sexual attraction to him. Yeah, she says, you're really good at this. It's like, okay, give give the Delana stands a meal, girly. And he says, I have moves you've never seen. And she smiles. And mama, Delana stands, we have a little snack tonight. Hmm, yummy. She says, uh, I would like to see the moves. I would like to see them very badly. Yeah, she was not having this much fun dancing with Stefan, who was giving claps on one and three realness. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was funny. <laughs> very funny. So then Matt and Caroline dance and Matt is continuing to act weird. And he covers it by being like, you look really pretty tonight. And Caroline's like, OK, thanks. I mean, and I have to give it to Matt. Good move, because Caroline's like, thank you. I do, don't I? Which, hey, that would work on me, too. Yeah, I'm simple. You tell me I'm pretty, I'll ignore, I'll ignore everything else to say for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. So then Stefan cuts in. He's like, hey, can I dance with Caroline? And Matt's like, okay. He knows it's a vampire thing. Yeah, he's like, please. He's like, I can't get through this right now. At least you guys do your little vampire thing. I'm going to go stand by the punch. Yeah, so Matt goes over to the punch and Stefan dances with Caroline and says, hey, Klaus is here. We don't know where, but keep your eye out, queen. And she says, okay. Yeah, she said, sounds good. Deal. Doesn't really change my night that much. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Damon cuts in with Jer and Bonnie. We're having a little bit of musical chairs. And so Damon dances with Bonnie. And she says, I'm guessing you heard me and Jeremy talking. And he says, yeah, sure did. Hey, is the part about you having a 50-50 shot of surviving true? And she says, Jeremy was upset. I didn't want him to worry. Which tells us 50-50 was much higher than it Yeah, than basically it confirms that she has maybe a 95-5. Yeah, the 95 being death. (laughs) Yeah. Damon is like happy to hear that Bonnie's going to lay it all out on the line for Elena and confirms that he's not even going to tell Elena. But he does ask, with all that power, is there no way to increase your odds? And she says, careful, I might think you care. And they have a fun little moment where they seem to be like respecting each other more. You think these two are ever going to date? I don't think early in the series, but I do know at some point Nina Dobrev like takes a big sleep. And I don't mean that as a euphemism for death. I mean that literally. (laughs) Um, And so I think there could be a time after that, that they're both like missing her, whatever. I don't really think before that, because I think Damon is too into Elena to date one of Elena's friends. Like, I just don't think that's like, okay. Just wanted to ask Elena clocks, Bonnie and Damon, like talking to each other. She says to Jeremy, like, hey, what's up over there? <laughs> Jeremy's like, I don't know. Jeremy's like, I'm so scared. Jeremy's like, please ask me about it. And Elena says, hey, is something up? And he says he's fine, but he barely sells it and he leaves. 
it's pretty clear he's not fine. And I think he kind of wants that to be clear. He wants someone to ask him. Um, and then Stefan comes up to Elena and says, hey, is everything OK? And she says, I don't know. So Stefan follows Jeremy to the hallway, exactly what Jeremy wants someone to do because he's begging someone to ask him about this. Yeah, he's like Charlie Browning it on the walk out to the hallway. He's yeah. like, please, someone get me. <laughs> he's like, someone, someone noticed this. He's like, if you guess what I'm upset about, it's like I'm allowed to tell you. Yeah, he's perfected this little move. I know that. Yeah. But Stefan says to Jeremy, like, oh, well, Elena thinks we should stick together. And Jeremy says, I've got my ring. And Stefan says, you know, I can't help but notice something is up. And with barely any prodding, Jeremy says, it's Bonnie. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Jeremy respects Bonnie enough to know that he d- that she doesn't want him to tell Elena. But he yes. wants Elena to know. But he's like, look, I can't betray Bonnie and tell Elena. But if I tell Stefan, obviously he's going to tell Elena. It's yeah. like a loophole. <laughs> exactly. And so Stefan says, spit it out. And Jeremy says, if Bonnie takes on Klaus... Channeling that energy will kill her. And she doesn't want Elena to know because Elena would stop her, but Elena could die. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, because Jeremy's like, I don't really want either of them to die. Like, I feel like there has to be another back here. And so then we cut back into the dance where an upbeat song is playing. We see Caroline and Matt having fun and Damon having fun with some random girls in wigs. Like, you are a chaperone, King. Yeah. Maybe don't start a grind train with two high schoolers, (laughs) but who am I? Okay, go off. (laughs) And then Elena approaches Bonnie, which Damon clocks as probably not good. And Stefan approaches Damon and says, hey, please tell me you didn't know Bonnie was on a suicide mission. And Damon says, did you tell Elena? Damon's like, don't tell me you fucking snitched. And Stefan's <laughs> like, of course I told Elena. I promised Elena no more secrets. And so did you. And Damon's like, well, I changed my mind. Damon's like, first of all, I didn't promise her. And second of all, I- I'm not anymore. I don't care. Yeah. And then outside the school, Elena says, how dare you not tell me? And Bonnie says, well, I knew how you would react. And this is our only option. And Elena says, like, we'll find another way. Like, you can't die to save my life. And Bonnie says, listen, I have the power to save you. If I don't use it and you die, it would kill me more. But of course, Elena's like, well, I'm not going to let you. And let's not forget that Elena was willing to do this not two weeks ago. Yeah. But obviously it's different when you're not the one dying. (laughs) Well, yeah. And Bonnie says the same thing. She says, let me ask you. If the situation was reversed, would you do it for me? And Elena doesn't answer, but they both know what the answer is. And Bonnie says, so now you know why I have to. Elena still says no, though. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the hallway, Chad and some other boys approach Jeremy. And they're like, you don't look so good, Gilbert. And he's like, "Mm, wrong day, wrong guy. Yeah, he's like, I really don't have the energy for whatever this fucking is. They start beating Jeremy up and the Salvatores come in to break it up and all of a sudden they take out crossbows and one of them shoots Damon in the shoulder. And Damon says, let me guess. Klaus says hi. He's like, oh, this again. I mean, I don't think he would have necessarily wanted them to kill Jeremy, but I'm sure it was like, just keep beating him up. But if they had killed Jeremy, that ring would have been fucking useless because that's not supernatural, baby. (laughs) So I got a little nervous. (laughs) And so Damon's about to kill one of the boys, but Stefan smartly clocks A, that they're being compelled and B, that if some random guys are being compelled, it's a distraction. Yeah, this was very smart of Stefan to very quickly be like, look, clearly this is a diversion from something. Like, we need to get out of here before whatever the actual thing is happens. And he says, Damon, go find Bonnie and Elena. I'm going to take care of this. Meanwhile, outside, Rick Klaus finds Elena and Bonnie and tells them, oh, my God, Klaus took Jeremy. (laughs) Pretty smart move. Great move. And they're both like, oh, my God, yes, we'll follow you. 
And then he takes them into the school and they are like walking around for a long time. And so they're pretty fast. They're like, where are you taking us? Okay, something's up. Yeah, they're like, this is suspicious. And it's so funny because like he's walking in front and you can see him just, he cannot keep the smile yeah. off his face. Bonnie says, hey, where's Jeremy? And then Rick Klaus just, he can't hold his laughter in anymore. He stops walking, he smiles a little bit and he says, I just had to get away from the dance. The 60s were not my decade. I prefer the 20s. Weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, weird thing to say if it's a lyric. What do you read into... We've talked before about how people who dress as flappers on Halloween are pick me girls. What do you read into Klaus liking the 20s? Anything? I think he likes the party time. And I also think that he, you know, a lot of people in the Great Depression were pretty low down on their luck. Obviously, it was the Great Depression. I do not think Klaus was one of those people. I think Klaus was making money during the Great Depression. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. So I think that was pretty fun for him. It's fun to be one of the richest people when everyone's poor, I can assume. Well, but the 20s was before the Depression. Well, I'm saying at the end of it, yeah. But I, I think he just liked to party. Okay. Elena and Bonnie obviously know something is up with Alaric, but it takes them a while to land on it. Elena says, hey, Alaric, are you on Vervain? And Rick Klaus <laughs> says, now why would you ask me that, Elena? And she's like, I think it's pretty fucking clear why I would ask you that, Alaric. <laughs> and Elena says, okay, so he's being compelled. And Rick Klaus says, nope, try again. This is fun that he's like in this body and he's like, I'm ready to give this up. I'm just ready to mess with them some. And Bonnie says, hey, what's going on? And Rick Klaus says, okay, here's a hint. I'm not alert. <laughs> and Elena figures it out by then. It takes her a second, the gears turn, but then she says, Klaus. <laughs> it's funny because he does have to feed them quite a bit to understand that he's like essentially possessed look, which is fair. They wouldn't know this is a thing he can do. But yeah. it is funny that he has to like give them the information. <laughs> yeah. And Elena says, it's not possible. And she looks very scared. And Rick Klaus says, hey, don't worry about it. I'm not here to hurt you. You're not on my hit list tonight. But then he turns to Bonnie and he says, but you are. And they're like. (laughs) And so Bonnie knocks him over pretty quick. And Rick Klaus gets up pretty quick and he says, hey, did I mention I know a witch? You're going to have to hit me a lot harder than that. And she's like, "Okay." She throws him into a trophy case and he is definitely hurt by it, but he gets back up. And he says, go ahead, keep fighting me. Kill this body and I'll just get a new one. Maybe Jeremy. I know the relationships here, baby. It's like, I've been studying. He's like, I was watching y'all slow dance. So Bonnie and Elena run away to briefly get away from him. And they find Damon pretty quick. They tell Damon, Klaus is in Alaric's body, possessing it or something. And Damon says, okay, find Stefan. Elena runs to go find Stefan. Damon grabs Bonnie and he says, can you kill him? And she says, he has a protection spell. And Damon says, you have the power of 100 witches. Break the protection spell. She says, I'm trying. And Bonnie says, but you know what? I'm worried that if he, if I kill Alaric, he's going to possess someone else. He knows that I have my power and he wants to kill me. And Damon says, no, we're not going to let Klaus win tonight. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to kill him? And she says, yes. We don't know what that means yet. We'll know later. Yeah. So then we go back into the dance where Elena is frantically looking for Stefan, which Caroline can't help but notice. And Caroline says, hey, you okay? And then Matt says, I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> Elena's like, uh, uh. And then she sees Matt and she's like, nothing, just looking for Stefan. And Caroline's like, seriously, what's up? But Matt is standing there just looking at them. Yeah, every time Caroline gets close, she's like, no, what's up? And Matt gets close, like, what's up? <laughs> and so Elena says, just stay with Matt. And then she spots Stefan and runs to him. And Matt's like, hey, what was that? And Caroline says, same old drama, which it is kind of the same old drama, but not the same old drama that Matt knows. 
Yeah, and Matt's like, you liar. <laughs> so then we go back to the hallway. Bonnie is walking through like a woman on a mission and she finds Rick Klaus sitting with a knife and he asks what took her so long and does she want to do this the easy way or the hard way? She breaks his hand to confirm that she wants to do it the hard way yeah. and then continues breaking some bones. And Rick Klaus says, you'd kill your favorite history teacher? And Bonnie says, it's what Alaric would want and he'd want you to suffer first, which is true. Which is true. I wish she was like, he's not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a very good teacher. <laughs> he's just fine. Like, like me and Alaric don't know each other that well. Like, we're not really friends. But Rick Klaus smartly clocks that Bonnie already has a nosebleed after like breaking two bones. So he kind of mocks it and says like, oh, is that all you've got? And she says, let's find out. Yeah, he's he's pushing it. He knows he's pushing buttons. That's the goal. Yeah. And Elena and Stefan are running through the hallway and they find Damon and they're like, where's Bonnie? And Damon's like, "Mm, she's doing what she has to do. To which Elena says, what? Yeah, she's like, shut the fuck up. What is she doing? And it's like, I think I've made it perfectly clear what she's doing. You know what she's doing. And Stefan says, where is she? And Damon says, let her do this. And so then we go back and see Bonnie fighting with Rick Klaus. She keeps fighting. He's affected and he's getting like a little bit weaker, but he's not dying. He gets knocked down, but he always pops back up. I get knocked down. Elena and Stefan find her, but she closes the door and she won't let them in while she fights. You can see that she's weakening him, but she's also weakening. Her nose is like gushing blood at this point. Yeah, there's so much blood coming out. I mean, the sparks flying, things are exploding, papers are moving. Elena is like screaming. It's not looking good. And then Bonnie looks back at Stefan and Elena. Never a good sign. Yeah, that's giving a goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Rick Klaus gets up and he is gaining his strength back. And Bonnie looks to basically pass out. The sparks stop. All of the movement in the room stops. And Stefan and Elena can run in. So the door is no longer being held shut by magic. Not a good sign. Klaus has left at this point. And Elena checks on Bonnie. And she is not happy to see that Bonnie is not breathing and has no pulse. Yeah, it's looking bad. And she starts crying for obvious reasons. And she says, hey, Stefan, could you give her some of your blood, please? And Stefan says, we're past that. Yeah, Stefan's like, um, that's not really the situation we're in right now, girl. (laughs) And Elena (laughs) is like sobbing, crying, like saying, please, no. And again, I say, where is Nina Dobrev's Emmy? Literally, she's serving. And the only reason I wasn't crying right now was because I was willing myself not to cry. I was like, if I don't cry, Bonnie's not dead. <laughs> yeah. You were like, you know that Bonnie's a main character. And so it, it would be weird for her to die suddenly, but it's not like the Vampire's Diaries has never done that to us before. So you have to entertain the possibility that Bonnie's really dead. Yeah, it's not impossible that she was dying. Now, I know, like... I know from seeing promo pictures that Cat Graham stays on the show longer than this. That does not mean that Bonnie's not dead. She could have a fucking cousin who looks the same as her. I mean, you know, there are all these possibilities, but I'm still at this point, I'm like, no, no. But it's the same thing when Alaric first got like killed, quote unquote, that I was like, no, he's not dead. And then I was like, okay, this is taking a while though. Yeah. Am I sure? Like, yeah. which is something they do very well. <laughs> yeah. So Elena is crying and then Damon comes in and he says, Stefan, get Elena out of here. I need to deal with the body. And Elena says, deal with it? 
Yeah, and Damon's like, look, I don't know what to fucking say. Like, we got to get moving. Um, I can't really sugarcoat this at the moment. And Damon says, the sheriff cannot know about this. We don't need another mysterious death. Elena is pissed. And at this point, it does feel like she's pretty dead because Damon is like getting ready to dispose of her. Yeah. And Damon says, Stefan, bring Elena home. And then as Stefan is like picking up Elena, who is still sobbing, she makes the realization where she's like, oh, my God, what about Jeremy? Yeah, she's like, oh, not this again for Jeremy. And she is sobbing. Stefan drags her out. Damon looks at Bonnie, sadly, and does the thing where you like delicately close their eyes. And we leave that scene pretty unsure what her fate is going to be, looking pretty dead. Even him closing eyes, it's like, okay, well, why would he do that if she's about to pop back up? So then outside the school, Damon puts Bonnie's body in the trunk of his car. Also not a good sign. See, this is where I am truly delusional. Because I saw her in the trunk and I was like, okay, that's a good sign to me. And I'll tell you why I thought that. Why? Because of Pretty Little Liars. Because <laughs> we saw Mona dead in the trunk of a car and she came fucking back. So I was like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> because I am unwell. Yeah. And Jeremy finds Damon and he says, hey, where is everybody? What happened? And Damon says, we're going to have to have a little talk. So like that doesn't look good either because it's like, okay, he's about to have have to tell him this, you know? Yeah. So then we go over to the Salvador house where Elena is sitting at the fire, wrapped up in a blanket, crying, and Stefan made her some tea. Okay, what else can he do? Yeah, and she's like, I don't fucking want that. Like, my best friend just yeah. died. He says, drink this, and she says, I can't. And he encourages her, and she eventually does a little bit. And Elena blames herself. She says this is her fault, which, while it is an effect of her being the doppelganger. It is not her fault. This was like, this was Bonnie's call. Bonnie chose to do this. And Stefan reframes it that really the person who's faulted is his Klaus's. He's the one who killed her. Well, he forced her to kill herself. Yeah, either way. <laughs> Semantics. And so Damon comes home and Elena's like, hey, what'd you do with her body? And Damon says to Stefan, can you calm her down? Which she hates. And she says, don't talk about me like I'm not here. And then he's like, okay, you do need to calm down. And Elena says, you knew this was going to happen. You knew that if she harnessed the power, she would die. And Damon says, yeah, I did know that. And she slaps him. Damon's like, well, technically you knew that too, but that didn't really stop it from happening. (laughs) And so he absorbs the slap and he says, I need you to listen to me and prepare for what I'm about to say. Very nice of him. He's like, look, I know you need to slap me and be mad about this, but now we're just going to get down to it. We peek over at the witch house while Damon begins to explain what happened. Jeremy is going in to the old witch house and finds Bonnie's body surrounded by candles. And Damon tells us in voiceover and, you know, a little bit in person, Bonnie had to die. Klaus using Alaric's body was a total surprise. She wasn't prepared for it. We weren't prepared for it. And he wasn't going to stop. And we weren't going to be able to stop him until he knew that Bonnie was dead. And so he had to believe it. And this is a good point because... He came that night to kill Bonnie. He had no other plan this night. They had no plan of how to kill him when it's not his body. They didn't want to kill Alaric. So they had to reevaluate and actually come up with a plan. Just because Elena, you and Stefan didn't come up with a plan doesn't mean other people couldn't. Exactly. This was the right call. Then we see Bonnie wake up. Thank the Lord. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, it's okay. Thank God. If if this hadn't happened, I would have broken my will and gone on MDB immediately. On IMDb immediately. I've been like, no, I need to be sure. (laughs) Yeah. 
I need to know she's not dead. So she and Jeremy hug and Damon confirms to Elena that Bonnie cast a spell and is okay. And then Damon walks away. He says, Mike drop. And Stefan and Elena are shook. Yeah, Damon's like, you're fucking welcome. Goodbye. And so Stefan follows Damon and he says, hey, you know, you could have told me. And Damon says, no, you would have told Elena. Which Stefan can dispute this all he wants, but literally earlier this episode, he told Elena about the Bonnie thing, like within five minutes. Like this was the right call to not tell him. He did not need to know this. Yeah. He says, do you even understand what you put her through? And Damon says, see, that's proof. You couldn't have kept the secret. You couldn't do it. Damon's like, I know what I put her through. I fucking saved her life and her best friend's life. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So Damon says, look, I don't mind being the bad guy. I'll make all the life and death decisions while you're worried about the collateral damage. And I'll even let Elena hate me for it. But at the end of the day, I'm the one who's keeping her alive. And just like that, a generation of women fell in love with a toxic man who will make all your decisions (laughs) for you. (laughs) Look, Damon has made some quote unquote questionable decisions. He generally has good reasons for them. Yes, there are a couple exceptions that we don't need to get into. But for example, killing Jeremy. Like killing Jeremy is really the only one that I think there is not a justification for. Someone can try to fight me on that if they want, they'll lose. And I will, I ignore the Jeremy one. But I know Damon is very good at making decisions that are hard decisions. But he's like, look, this is the path we had to take. And generally they work for the better. Not everyone survives those decisions, but sometimes you can't really avoid that. It's either some random vampire not surviving or it's Elena not surviving. So Stefan, tell me what you want Damon to fucking do. And Stefan is kind of pissed off because at this point he's shipping Delena. Well, yeah, he's just (laughs) because he knows Damon's right. He's like, damn, she loves, he loves her so much more than I do. He's like, damn, he loves her that fucking much. Like, "Mm, I'm kind of slacking here. (laughs) And he's looking really good in those leather pants and I'm here in a real boring outfit. Yeah, he's like, I really didn't dress on theme at all. I cannot even remember what Stefan's wearing. That's how boring the outfit was. It's a suit, it's fine. It's JFK, but without the American flag. (laughs) (laughs) So then we go over to the witch house and Jeremy asks if this is like safe and she says, yeah, yeah. And so he sets up something called MiFi, which is clearly like an AT&T branded Wi-Fi hotspot that didn't take off. But now we have to sit through the subtle spawn for it. It's literally just a hotspot, but they wanted to give it a cute name. And honestly, MiFi, catchy name. Can't believe that didn't catch on. I I can't believe it didn't work. Yeah, he's like, well, if you're going to be stuck in here, we're going to need some MiFi. It sounds like what Riverdale would call (laughs) Wi-Fi. Yeah. (laughs) And Bonnie says, oh, you don't have to stay here. And he says, well, I don't want to let you out of my sight. And Bonnie says, well, you need to go tell Elena that I'm sorry for what Damon had to do. And Jeremy says, you can tell her yourself. Thanks to my fi. He doesn't say thanks to my fi, but it's implied. Jeremy's probably like, oh, Damon can tell her. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, I think she'll be okay. (laughs) So they video chat. Elena is happy that Bonnie is alive. And Elena says, it's okay. I just needed to see you for myself. Damon explained everything. I'm cool. Yeah. And Bonnie's like, very sorry about it. I know it was probably a little traumatic for you. But at least I'm alive. (laughs) Yeah. At this point, uh, Elena has seen her best friend and her brother who are now dating die and come back to life. So that can't be fun. Yeah. (laughs) That's going to leave a good old mark on the psyche. At least they came back. Just imagine what's going to happen if they ever actually die. Yeah, exactly. So then we go over to Damon's room where Elena has come to talk to him. And Damon says, okay, hi. Klaus had to think Bonnie was dead. Your reaction had to be real. I don't know what to tell you. 
And Elena says, I understand why you did what you did. Klaus was fooled. Bonnie is alive. Elena can fucking understand when it's a good choice. Stefan gets too pissy. Damon raises a toast to duplicity. Elena says, but let's get one thing straight. Bonnie's not going to die for me. And Damon says, well, now we need to kill the real Klaus. And now that Bonnie's dead, he's probably going to come make a visit pretty soon. And Bonnie is the only one who can actually kill Klaus that we know of at this point. Yeah. And also like, yes, Damon can tell Bonnie not to kill herself, but that's up to Bonnie at this point. Like he can tell her, no, I don't want you to do that. Come up with another plan. But that's not fully in his control. You should be telling Bonnie this. And Elena says, like, we need to find another way to kill Klaus because I don't want Bonnie to die. And Damon says, well, I hope we can. And then Elena says, you know, I shouldn't have hit you. (laughs) And he says, "Okay, I accept your apology. But then he says, but let me make something clear also while we're making things clear. If it comes down to you and the witch again, I will happily let Bonnie die. I will always choose you. And she's like, hoo. Uh, Elena's like, okay, sexy. We get it. But she's like, but I did just tell you to not let Bonnie die. But he's like, hey, if it's between the two of you, just want to make sure you know what my choice is. She says, okay. So they say goodnight and Elena leaves. But Elena does take, she starts to leave and then turns back and stalls a second and then leaves. And it's like, "Mm, kiss? Not yet. Not enough for me to expect it to be a kiss, but it's enough to put a little seed. A little taste in the mouth. And then... Elena looks like she's about to go to bed. She checks the hallway and instead she goes down to the basement. Elena said, I didn't promise not to lie, baby. And she opens the dungeon where Elijah is and she takes out the dagger. And that's where the episode ends. And then just leans against a boulder that's in the dungeon for some reason. It's impo- <laughs> I mean, it's built on rock. Who cares? So that means that what we can expect is that she's bringing Elijah back to life. What do you think the ramifications of that are going to be? So I think, you know, Elijah is probably still a little pissed, but I think with Klaus in town and making contact, he will be concerned with that first. He's going to be mad that, you know, Elena killed him, but he wants the doppelganger and he wants to take care of Klaus too. And he no longer needs to bring the doppelganger to Klaus. Klaus has brought himself here. So he's like, okay, are we ready to do this thing or not? I'll work with y'all to kill him, but just know I hate you all so much. How do you think Elijah's going to react to seeing Elena sitting there when he wakes up? I don't think he's going to be pleased, but like he's not in any position to kill Elena. That's just not wise. And he knows that. I mean, I think she's going to have to really plead a case really quick. And the ideal situation for them, Klaus and Elijah have a little rivalry and that takes over the attention span of both of them. Because Klaus obviously didn't want Elijah back alive. Elijah wants Klaus dead, we know. So I think those two are going to kind of, you know, be in their own little tussle. Yeah, they're going to have their own things to deal with. So you think Elijah's going to work with them kind of almost by default, pretty much? Yeah, I don't think he necessarily even needs to work with them, but he knows that they got him out. So it's kind of like, okay, well. What are his other options? I'm going to focus on this first because he's like, look, I would like the doppelganger alive still. And I don't like the Salvatores, but what are you going to do? Yeah, what else do I have going for me right now? And he's already invited in tech by default, perhaps, because he's, you know, in there. (laughs) Unless the dungeon somehow counts as separate property, which I don't think it does. Yeah. But they can tomb spell it up or something. Who knows? So I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you very happy. Next episode, as you know, is episode 19. It's called Klaus. Fucking knew it. I was so excited. Oh, my God. I was like, it's got to be next episode. I definitely got this guess. 
So we're going to learn a lot about Klaus next episode. And we even are going to meet Klaus in his actual body, which means they have finally cast an actor to play Klaus expectations for Klaus how hot you think he's going to be oh I know I know how hot he is as a baseline I think he's still going to be hotter than I expect somehow um I am hesitant whether he has an accent or not oh why are you hesitant because well you know he obviously in a body he could do the accent if he wanted to but he chose not to I don't really I'm not dying from to have an accent but I could be swayed we'll see So we're going to learn a lot about Klaus and his history next episode. And I'm going to guess Elijah's going to tell us some of that. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. That's going to be one of our narrators, I am presuming. I guess I guess we'll have to see. I guess we'll have to wait and see. That's it for this week. As always, if you're enjoying The Vampire Diaries and Doppelgangers, you can tell your friends or you can also leave us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Doppelgangers Podcast to keep connected through the week. Well, that's it for this week. And so until next week, goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother.